Welcome to I'm Game with Fred Croner. Today I'm talking with Todd Johnson, who a lot of people will know is the person that uh, provides the fireworks or has provided the fireworks at uh, home Muhammad football games for what, about two decades, right, Todd? <laughs> 17 years. I did the math today. 17 years. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, four complete high school classes if you talk about going through from freshman through senior and then an extra year in there. Well, how, uh, tell me, how did you get started in the very first place? So, Going back to uh, the 2004-2005 year, my nephew, um, Andrew Banta, was a senior that year. He had played football as a freshman and then took a couple years off to go out for the golf team and then came back to football his senior year. Uh, he graduated in 2005. And uh, so I wanted to do something to help. I think they had a pretty good team that year. I think uh, Bodie Reeder was on that team as quarterback. So um, he asked you know, if there was anything I could do since we live right through the back of the football field. So um, I bought some Illinois legal fireworks and uh, taped them up on my fence and lit them off when the team scored and when they came out and stuff. And the, the guys just loved it. The kids just loved it. So I started doing that the rest of the season. Um, he graduated and then the uh, juniors from that year, uh, they came back and, you know, had said how much they enjoyed it and stuff. So I went and bought some more for the next year. And then the year after that, they said how much they enjoyed it. And could I do anything a little bigger? And so <laughs> my job at the time was in pharmaceutical sales. And I worked over in Danville on a regular basis. So it's pretty easy hop across the border to sure. uh, the Shelton fireworks stand there in Covington and loaded up and brought them home and, uh, you know, got some mortars and stuff. And uh, everybody went nuts. They, I mean, they really loved it. And the rest of it just kind of, took off you know it's it got to the point where it was like do bigger do more do bigger than more and um it just kind of kept growing and you know my my wife my dogs and my state farm insurance agent were like no don't do more don't do more <laughs> but we kept it going um up until you know this past season when we didn't have games this fall it was kind of disappointing and then with the shortened season only three home games two of which i was not able to be here for um, and so we had the opportunity, a request again from a parent of a senior said, you know, Hey, you know, I understand it's been kind of a weird season. Can you, can you get back into it one more time? And so I said, yeah, I'll do it. I still had stuff left. And I basically shot off of everything I had left, probably over a hundred mortars and stuff. So hmm. it was a good night. So now what does all, has all this taken place from your home then from your, from your property? Yeah, my property looks right through the goalposts on the west end zone, okay? Um, White House, um, you know, I, I light them off on the ditch along my fence across Crowley Road, and they launch up and they blow up basically right over where people park on the west side of the fence um, of the football field. So, you know, as, as the fans are watching, the team comes running out through the band that's lined up and the fireworks pop up right behind them. It's it makes great video. I've seen it on the news a few times and I kind of smile. So because it's on your property, did you not have to get any kind of permission or authorization from the school district or school board? Um, <laughs> so I never got any permission or authorization from the school district or from the police department or the city for that matter. Um, I was always careful in making sure that, uh, you know, I had a hose out there in case it was dry and anything got going. But, uh, you know, technically never got a permit. Um, 
always seemed to have the support of the school indirectly, but nobody ever came out and, you know, said, yeah, we're behind it 100%. You know, I, I did have a point in time where um, I was asked to shut down and got support and, and came back, but that's that's a little bit into another story. <laughs> Obviously, it's, it's something that you enjoy doing for, for uh, you know, to, to do it like that for 17 years. I do. I mean, when my kids were growing up, my son graduated in 2015, my daughter in 2017. They both graduated from the U of I now. But, you know, my, my son played basketball with a group of guys that all graduated in 2015. And Joe and Tom Kenny and, uh, oh, Andy Livingston and, you know, the whole group of guys in, in that era. And uh, all those guys... You know, he was in CIYFL with them, and uh, though he didn't go out for football, um, you know, all those kids grew up in my backyard, watching games, playing playing football while the Muhammad games were going on. Um, our backyard was a destination for probably 10 years of kids playing back there. I'd pull a fence panel out, people would walk over at halftime, or, you know, as, as things go over, I got a lot of parents that would come over at halftime and say how much they enjoyed things. So it's, it's been a destination spot. I run into people all the time and go, oh, you're the fireworks guy. I always wanted to come over there. It looks like so much fun at your house. <laughs> Probably not the best view to, to watch the game though, especially if they're down on the, on the east end of the field. Is, has that been a challenge to always, uh, you know, being able to, to track when they actually score? Um, I'm, you know, there's a tree that over time has kind of grown over the edge on the, uh, on the north side of the field. Um, and it blocks some things, but you, you'd be surprised. You get pretty adept. The view is actually closer than you think compared to, you know, people that are standing up the hill by the concession stand and stuff. Um, and you, pre you get pretty good at reading the angles. You know, you can see what's going on. Um, the announcer, Max, has done a great job of calling stuff as it happens and uh, the siren hitting and stuff. So, I mean, those are my cues. Occasionally, I would have an opportunity to where it looks like they score and then I don't see the flag on the field and we get a little extra shot in there. And sometimes, you know, lighters don't work when they're supposed to when it's windy or fuses are damp and I miss one. Um, but all in all, it's it's been a really good run. So you say you talked about getting requests for, you know, expanding, doing more, doing bigger, doing better. Kind of take us through the years. How, what, what did you start with originally and then how did it kind of grow and, and uh, develop over the years? Uh, the first year I did it uh, was basically some, you know, crackling sparkler type things where you light the fuse and it shoots a few, you know, sparks up into the air and it crackles and pops and, you know, stuff that you could legally do in Illinois without any trouble. Um, when I got to the larger mortars where, you know, you're, you're dropping a, a, I guess you'd call it an explosive into a cylinder. Um, lighting the fuse and backing up and it launches up in the air, you know, 35, 40 feet and blows and makes a really loud report. Um, I always did the small crackly ones that I started with. Those were always my extra point fireworks. Um, the big ones for, for the touchdowns when the teams came out and then a little bit of everything um, at the end of the game if they won and not so much of anything if they didn't win. So we've had good years and bad years. Um, but, you know, as, as I've gotten more through it, I started buying more, so I had more. I had people donate stuff. It's like, hey, we had stuff left over from 4th of July, I'll bring it over. I had a buddy of mine who fabricated metal tubes for me that he thought would be great, so I didn't have to keep using um, the cardboard or plastic ones, but 
that's where I got in trouble. The diameter on those was not like quite what they should be. And I had a, had a couple of misfires that blew up pretty low um, over Crowley, um, which prompted a visit from Muhammad PD to shut me down that game. <laughs> but you came back bigger and stronger than ever, right? Well, the way that that game ended up, um, the fans were not happy with that situation. Um, I, you know, it was, it was inadvertent. And uh, my understanding is that the officer that came over and talked to me had said many times he did not like the fact that I was doing those fireworks. Um, and when he came across Crowley coming up the hill with one hand on his radio and one hand on his gun, I was like, whoa, you know. I'm sorry, it was a misfire, nothing intended there. And he very strongly voiced his opinion that I was shut down and that was enough of this bleep. And uh, so I stopped that game and uh, quickly heard chants of, we want fireworks, we want fireworks from the, uh, from the crowd. Um, people told me that the uh, officer was wrongly pelted with popcorn and stuff as he was standing there. Um, I'd also been told that he turns his back when the fireworks were shot so he couldn't see him because if he couldn't see him, he couldn't, you know, wouldn't come over and do anything about it. And, you know, I, I respect that he's doing his job and stuff. And um, I, that was the last time I used those metal tubes after that. Um, but the good part of it, you know, you asked about if I had been supported by the school in any way. Um, I did get a call from someone from the city um, after that. And I did get a call from uh, someone from the school at that point and have been told that they had talked with the chief of police about it and they were told that uh, they had bigger things to deal with on a friday night than what was going on out of my backyard with fireworks as long as things were kept safe and so i i i stuck with you know the prefabricated tubes with the mortars that you know were designed to shoot them um, making sure that my angle was never too far so that it was blowing up over crowley or even into my yard so it wasn't going towards the field anymore um, and, and we carried on, you know, it was, it was nice to get that feedback, um, from Patrick Brown when it happened. And he's like, you know, you're okay. We can't, you know, legally say, yeah, we're behind this, but nobody's going to bother you as long as you do it safe. So I was, I was very happy to get that backing. Um, you know, and I've seen a lot of kids go through there and the fireworks were mentioned many times. I think Del Ryan brought it up during his graduation. Um, speech to the kids of top 10 things that they like to see and, and whatnot. So um, I have had the support of not just parents, but the school and people in band, you know, uh, my daughter was in band and, you know, I would run over for the marching band at halftime and then come back to be ready to launch when the team came off the field and stuff and band parents, football parents, you know, I get calls from, you know, CIYFL parents, oh, we're playing over there today. Can you light off some fireworks? Um, <laughs> cross-country team when they went to state, basketball team when they came after a big win. And it started getting a little bit out of hand where I was lighting off fireworks whenever something good happened. So I had to kind of rein it back in and bring it back to football. <laughs> so you talk about uh, always having a, a hose handy. What other precautions? Did, did, were there other precautions and, and things that you made sure uh, that you did or had available? Um, the biggest thing was, you know, making sure that where I was set up and keeping people away um there's a gap a space between my yard and my neighbors to the north that people walk through um to get over to the school and it's, it's a common pathway I, I eventually put rock down in it because it was a muddy mess and people were going through so i hope they appreciate that 
But, uh, you know, always keeping your eyes open was the, one of the main things as far as safety, because with people parking there on Crowley and walking by and kids around and stuff, I had to really make sure that people were backed off and, and not near because, I mean, we do get misfires. Sometimes stuff goes up, not as far as you want. I had one bad misfire. Um, I was trying to light as many as I could at one time back in the point of trying to get bigger and better, right? And as I was leaning over, lighting a fuse on one, one of the mortars launched and literally blew up two feet above the launch tube right next to my head, um, singed my mustache, gave me a nice bruise on the side of my head and my eye, it looked like I had a black eye. Um, and I was very lucky, you know, that uh, something worse didn't happen. But uh, for the most part, you know, we went out of our way to try to make sure that, you know, People were staying away from things that we were very careful if it was windy, not to light off anything really big. Um, the smoke can be a problem. Um, <laughs> the folks at Bloomington Central Catholic know that. There was one game where I had lit off some orange and blue smoke that went off right when the team came out. And the lack of wind, it just settled on the opposite, of the, on, the, on the opposing team sideline. And it just sat there and sat there. And at the time I was calling on doctors in Bloomington with my job. And uh, one, of the, one of the docs over there was like, I was at that game. He said, did, how did you make the smoke just stay there? If our guys had asthma, we'd have been out of the game. <laughs> um, so it was good. I, I do you know, hear from a lot of people that you know, they don't like coming to Muhammad because of the fireworks. And you know, that's me doing my part to give us the home, home field advantage. I know some other schools, uh, Unity in particular, has also had fireworks at their games. Have you gone to any other games that have done fireworks to kind of see how they do it or get any ideas or have they come to you? No, I, I haven't had really contact with anybody like that. I did see that, you know, Unity was lighting off fireworks. Um, you know, I, I grew up in Geneseo near the Quad Cities, which was in the 70s and 80s, a perennial football powerhouse. Um, so I, I grew up, there were fireworks going on when the team scored. And uh, there was a crane behind the opposing team stands that held up the touchdown hands in green and white, which were the Geneseo colors. Um, so I was, you know, I've always kind of seen that happen. And I always thought it'd be neat to do because now I live in that house that can do that, right? Um, so we've been in this house since 95. And I'm actually kind of surprised it took us until 2004 before we started doing something. So the, the location of the house didn't have anything to do with, with you purchasing uh, that house and you weren't thinking when you got it, hey, I can set off fireworks. That came much later. The fireworks came later, but we did, we did look at it and go, wow, that's a great view of the football field. And <laughs> that's one of the reasons we bought it is it's, it's literally right there. I mean, it's, it's an awesome view. So I understand you're going into retirement uh, from the fireworks displays. Is that right? Or, or you think you might be talked out of it? Um, I'm done. I, like I said, my, my wife, my dogs and my insurance agent are happy that this is done. You know, my, my kids have been out of school now for five, four and five years. Um, it's time, it's time to pass the baton on to somebody else. You know, I did talk to, uh, the athletic director and, uh, let him know that, you know, as much as I enjoyed doing it, I hope somebody would continue. And he said that they would have some conversations, you know, he said, maybe, um, Corn Belt might be able to pick it up because they can probably do it, you know, legally. Um, you know, maybe some alumni from the school, maybe the school itself, maybe move it over to the east side onto the practice field 
where they can control everything around it and stuff. Um, so I, I think the tradition will continue. Um, probably not by, well, not probably not by me, that's for sure. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm at the point, we're at the point in our lives where we have other things to be doing on Friday nights sometimes. And it's, it's a commitment. It's, you know, the fans look for it, the community looks for it. And as much as I've liked doing it, you know, it, it's a commitment to be there. Um, we're big Illini fans. We tailgate on Saturdays. So, you know, when there were Saturday football games for playoffs, um, I would actually have somebody come over and shoot them off from my backyard when I couldn't be here. You know, some of the parents of the guys playing or things of that nature. I had one instance where I had my son shoot him off after he had graduated because we couldn't be here. Um, and so, you know, we'll, we'll take those opportunities and enjoy some, some Friday nights doing other things. But uh, most of the time, we're going to be there watching the team from the back, from the back deck. What what have been some of the rewards for you over the years of, of doing that and kind of having a, having your hand in it in that manner? Um, you know, Fred, there's so many times when I run into people, and you say, "Oh, you're from Muhammad." You know, yeah, yeah, I'm from Muhammad. Oh, so where do you live? And I'm like, I'm up by the high school. I say, you ever hear the fireworks go off during football games? They say, oh, you're the fireworks guy, you know? And it's, it's neat to make that connection with people. I always joke that everybody in Muhammad knows me, but they don't know me. Um, and, you know, I think a couple of years ago, we actually talked about doing a little article when the citizen was still around. And at that time, I think we tabled it because we were, I was a little concerned about the legalities and putting my name on it and, having it continue um, without me being licensed. And so now that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm done with it, I'm, I guess I'm willing to come out and be known for it. But uh, the, I think the biggest perk was the, you know, the, the joy that it brought to the families, um, the players. I know people that weren't even at the games is like, they must be winning because I'm hearing a lot of fireworks all through town, right? Uh, the, the posts from the last game, I heard people from, over in Hunter's Ridge saying that they could hear the fireworks going off. People up in, uh, up north of Lake of the Woods said that they could see them as they went off. Um, and so that, that's been kind of fun, but the players and the families of the players are the things that, that mattered most. Um, I had one instance after uh, Matthew Prather had passed away and we were at the funeral and I was talking to his dad and came up and we introduced ourselves and he's like, oh my God, you're the fireworks guys. He's like, Maddie loved kicking to the West end zone. He said, because mm -hmm. I see the fireworks after he kicked. And, you know, at that time, we had actually been talking about stopping at that point. And my wife was like, you can't stop. You can't stop. You got to keep going because, you know, it meant that much to him. We know it means a lot to the kids that are out there, to the, you know, the families, to, you know, to everybody in the community. And we were just glad to be a part of it. So as a kid growing up, did you have an interest in fireworks then? And were you one that was going out uh, shooting things off or, or not? It's surprising. I have all my fingers in both my eyes. I'll just say that much. Most of my summers <laughs> were spent down in the Ozarks at a small family run resort. Not my family, but, you know, and down near uh, Camden to Osage Beach down in that area. Um, and that's what we did. We always go down Fourth the July weekend with a group of families and our boats and We'd buy fireworks and light them off and bring them back. And so, yeah, I've been, 
fighting off the smaller stuff, the bottle rockets and firecrackers, probably since I was 10 years old. Um, never got really into the bigger stuff until this started. And uh, it's pretty easy to get addicted to pyrotechnics. And you enjoy going and watching the, the fireworks shows uh, like at Lake of the Woods or Champaign or wherever? I always do. I always have I've been a big fan of, of watching the fireworks. Um, we used to live across from Lake of the Woods, right on Lake of the Woods Road. Um, and then after we had moved here into town, my mother and father-in-law bought one of the condos down across from Lake of the Woods. And uh, we, we loved sitting on our front porch watching the fireworks when we lived out there. That was, you know, 93 to 95. And then uh, after my wife's parents bought that condo, we used to sit in their front driveway and watch the fireworks. And then after everything wound down, we'd pull out the, uh, the computer projector and we'd watch the Patriot on their uh, garage door. So people are driving by and we've got, you know, the speakers out there and everything. So it was always a good way to celebrate the fourth, getting the fireworks in and Mel Gibson and the Patriot going on as well. Well, you're certainly uh, leaving quite a legacy behind. I I'll tell you what, there's probably not very many people in Muhammad, like you say, they may not know you personally, but they, they know what you do on, on football Friday nights of, of home games. And I I'm sure it's, uh, it's certainly been appreciated and uh, just added an extra little dimension uh, to, to the home games, no doubt about it. It's been enjoyable. Like I said, so many people have come through my backyard as friends of my kids, friends, neighbors coming through. I mean, when I posted that I was retiring, I got a lot of comments from people on how much they enjoyed spending time in my backyard with friends and family and watching games and stuff. And uh, like I said, the, the backyard's still open. I just won't be shooting anything off. <laughs> well, Todd, I certainly enjoyed talking to you. Anything else uh, you would like to add before I let you go? No, I just hope that uh, somebody does pick up the mantle and carry it on because I think it's a great tradition. Hopefully the school can pick it up or uh, like I said, maybe Corn Belt, but I think it's something that the community loves and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, somebody will pick it up and carry it on. Well, absolutely. It's, it's too good of a thing to just let uh, die completely. So I, I, I agree with you. I hope somebody will pick it up. All right, we've been talking to Todd Johnson today. Todd, we appreciate your time. Thank you very, very much. Thanks, Fred.